Welcome to the Get Back to Business podcast, where independent small business owners take center stage and consumers are empowered to shop local with values. I'm your host, Brooke Joyner, co-founder and CEO of Back to Business, the first of its kind, values-based, independent, local small business directory. If you prefer to do business on your terms and shop according to your core values, then stay tuned. Welcome to the Get Back to Business podcast. I'm your host, Brooke Joyner, and today I'm thrilled to have Michelle Lara from Lux Lara Designs. Thanks so much for coming today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to connect. I was thrilled that you um, had gotten involved with Back to Business through a referral of another one of our clients. Um, And so I really look forward to hearing about you and your business and um, trying to share your story with everyone. So let's get started. would you mind sharing your, your business? What is you do and uh, what kind of clients that you typically serve? Sure. So Luxlara Design Marketing has been around since 2014. And we work with creative entrepreneurs with their web, brand design and content creation. So we work with, um, when I say creative entrepreneurs, I mean like any entrepreneur that's trying to do their business in a creative way. They don't necessarily have to be in a creative industry, um, but most of my clients happen to be um, in a creative industry. So how did you get involved with the with this industry? And it really started not with much of a plan. Um, I never dreamed to be an entrepreneur. Um, I was having like a work-life balance, especially with like my kids were really young at the time. And I felt like I was trying to do absolutely every single thing and I was failing at almost everything. Um, And so just took a leap of faith and started my business with um, one client um, and just kind of kept going from there. Okay. Wow. Just one client and obviously a skill set, of course, um, that you have, right? So, (laughs) but um, that's amazing, you know, just taking the like you said, the leap of faith. And um, so you said you, you work with creative entrepreneurs. Is that, you know, only creatives? Or do you want to share a little bit about, you know, the, the spectrum of clients you serve? Sure. So when I say creative entrepreneurs, I mean, like any entrepreneur that's trying to do their business in a creative way. So, you know, when you think of not creative fields, like maybe accounting, but you're looking to maybe market yourself in a different kind of creative way or to a different niche, then that's kind of where I come into play. Um, I work with a lot of people who are either fully established, like maybe they are taking over a family business and they want to kind of reinvent it, or they're starting completely from scratch. Um, It's usually like those ends of the spectrum. Okay. So you kind of take a lot of different industries and make them more fun, right? So yeah, I mean, in the recent in the last couple of years, I've been working with a lot of interior designers and people in that niche, like the artisans that make stuff that's kind of happened organically. Um, But I think it lends itself to what I do, because my my aesthetic is a little bit more simpler. So I think that kind of lends itself to a lot of my interior design clients as well where they really want their work to showcase um, and the brand and the website design and everything behind it, you know, is, it facilitates that to kind of like show their work in a way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, and I've seen some of the brands you've developed and they're, 
they're absolutely beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> so, um, so what are, you know, you said you had kind of taken that leap of faith because you were in a place of, you know, imbalance and kind of trying to do everything. What are some of the challenges, you know, that you've kind of faced either in the beginning or since then as you've successfully grown your, your business? Sure. So, I mean, when I first started, I had no clue how to formulate a business. Um, my background was I was a writer for a South Florida based newspaper and I was what they called a web producer. Um, so that was super creative. Um, but then I left that for an email marketing position, which was not creative, but had like the business parts of it that really kind of opened my eyes to maybe starting my own thing. Um, so the biggest challenge I faced in the beginning was just getting this thing off the ground. Um, my first client, ironically, was somebody that I had interviewed um, for the newspaper. I had did a profile on a chef. She was like a, a food blogger at the time. And in a full circle moment, she had posted on Facebook that she needed help. And this is kind of where I had an idea, like maybe there's something that I can do here. I had started a lifestyle blog just to kind of get my creativity back. And I had a couple of people ask me, like, who did your website? Who did your branding? Who's doing your photos? Um, and that's when I started to realize, like, this might be something. Um, and I took in that first client before I had, like, a business name or anything like that, just to see, you know, kind of like, what a side hustle would look like. You know what I mean? Like we were kind of getting comfortable with like people having like gigs and side things or passion projects. And so that's, that's how I first got into it. And yeah, the challenge was pricing contracts, like all the things that are not fun <laughs> were really a challenge because you've never done it before. Um, but I mean, I found like in every situation, I would just add another line to my contract, you know, kind of like learning as you go. Um, and the challenges now are probably more geared around the projects that I take in, which is a good problem to have. Um, I only work with a handful of clients and I like that boutique experience. Yeah. So, you know, when I bring in a new client, um, you know, it's, it's because I definitely want to work with them. They definitely want to work with me. Um, the work that I do speaks to them. And, you know, it's always like for me, the, the thing that gets me excited is being able to tell their story. You know what I mean? Like if it's a mom selling her jewelry line for the first time and she's excited about that, like that excitement is really like what fuels the whole plan for the project. Yeah, that makes sense because it's a very much a creative thing that you're doing. Right. So that kind of synergy. Yeah. You know, that excitement is very important right yeah so. for sure so you shared a little about your challenges what are some of the biggest successes that you've had um that you'd like to share sure i mean anytime my clients reach a milestone that for me is like a win in and of itself you know that i get to play a small part um if i'm walking around and i see um you know store signage for a brand that i created like that really is a feel good moment. Um, I will be that person to take photos <laughs> of it. It's just, it never, that part of it never gets dull. Um, I've had a couple of clients who've had um, their work featured 
And that to me is exciting as well, you know, through interior um, design magazines and things like that, you know, and it just, that feeling of getting to be a small part of their story is really nice. Um, well, and I'm sure each of the brands is kind of like a little baby that you grow, right? And then, you know, you pass it on to them. And so to see that baby on the the store signage or in media, right, is like a piece of your heart, I'm sure. <laughs> it is because the process, I mean, especially when they come in, there's a lot of hesitation. I mean, I'd say 99% of the people that I bring in they're even if they're an established business and they're rebranding, there is a little hesitation, a little uncertainty. Um, and there's a level of trust that goes with that. Um, and so sometimes for the process to work, they have to feel uncomfortable. I have to kind of like push their limits to try things design wise or content wise that maybe they didn't think about. Um, but being able to see that, you know, is really exciting and then see, you know, they'll have like a bunch of, you know, a lot of the consultations and the calls that I have, it's almost like, um, I don't know, like dreaming out loud kind of mm. feeling and being able to see them do that and grow and some of the ideas that they had that sprouted through conversations to see that actually happen is really exciting. Like that doesn't get old. Um, and I feel like if that keeps happening, then I'm on the right path. As you were speaking, I was just thinking that, you know, it sounds like for a lot of your clients, you said there's something they were kind of thinking about or envisioning for a while. And then it's this somewhat vulnerable, creative process that you guys kind of embark on together. What would you say to somebody who um, maybe is a little bit, and I know you said hesitancy is always a factor, but who says, oh, you know, that brand development is not as important as you know, what we know it to be, you know, how do you get someone to embark on that journey with you or to, to even understand that your brand is very, very important and worth that investment? For sure. Um, I feel that there's always that fork in the road. I feel like for some people, especially in the beginning, DIYing is totally okay. You know, and as a professional, I completely understand that. I feel like if it's a budget constraint stopping you, don't stop, definitely move forward. But there is going to be a fork in the road where you're going to have to make an investment. Um, and a lot of people think of it of like spending money, but you're going to get your return on investment when you create a brand that speaks to your niche, that you feel comfortable walking into a room and handing your business card and having somebody look at your website. Um, when someone scrolls through your Instagram, they instantly know who you are, what you're about. Um, all those things, if you get it done right in the beginning, makes the journey a lot easier. It's one less thing to have to worry about. Um, so, you know, I always, I tread lightly with the with the budgeting because, you know, we all have to start off from somewhere. Um, I would say if you were thinking of where to spend your money, photography and like that kind of content always comes number one. Um, and then your brand and then the website. That's kind of like the order. You need the photography for social media. You need the photography for your website. And so I wouldn't DIY on that. I would definitely always spend the money on photography. Even if you're doing like a mini session, you definitely have to have something to start off with. 
Okay, that's good advice because, you know, a lot of times, as you mentioned, you know, businesses are launching, they're just getting started. If, if they're building a product, I think, especially in the tech space, you know, it's like you, we need something to sell here, right? Exactly. <laughs> um, we don't even care how it looks because we just need it to yeah. work, you know. Um, but once it works, you have to sell it to somebody, right? So it has to look good at that point. So... But yeah, so in terms of, I, I love that advice that you gave. Obviously, you support others in marketing. Um, how have you been able to sort of apply your services to your own business to effectively market your your company? Yeah, that's, that's the challenge, right? Because like, even though you know <laughs> the things that you're supposed to do, it's hard to show up for yourself. Um, I definitely have had times where I've gone like radio silent, especially like on social media, um, that 100% affected my business. Um, but for me to show up, I have to show up authentically. Um, it's just part of my brand. Like I tell people, you know, they can Google and they can find a brand and web designer anywhere. People hire me because of hopefully what I bring to the table, like my personality, how I make them feel. Um, so yeah, showing up on social media is really hard. It, you know, the algorithms, everything's always changing. It could be super frustrating. Um, I would tell people like when you're having like that, that moment of hesitation, just kind of get offline for a little bit, get back to basics and then get back online um, without looking at all the noise. You know, like sometimes I won't go through the app. Like my favorite um, app is, is Instagram. That's mostly where I show up for my business. And so when I'm, you know, when I'm in those seasons of hesitation or mm -hmm. comparison or, or all mm -hmm. those ugly things that kind of rear their head <laughs> as an entrepreneur that we all kind of experience, I just kind of like step away from the noise and just try to show up as myself. Mm -hmm. um, and that's harder, you know, easier said than done. It really is. And I'm sure um, I think marketing companies, there's like that irony, right? If they don't successfully market, then then their own company, right? It's well, how could you market for me, right? So um, I feel like there's an added pressure on the sort of people like you who are developing these brands, and it's like your brand has to be excellent, you know. And but it's not easy to to sell something also that's so niche, right, and so specific. Yeah. I think when you know who you're talking to, it makes it easier to um, part of the branding process is figuring out who your niche audience is. In the beginning, it's so easy to be like, I can sell to anybody. You know what I mean? Like I can make a website for everybody and anybody, anyone that will hire me. But when you're screaming out to everyone in a small space, um, it kind of drowns out. So, you know, keeping in fact of who your, your, your niche is, like for me, I know that creative entrepreneurs is kind of where my jam is, then that's who I'm speaking to. That's who I'm showing up as. And so that makes it a lot easier. It takes away the pressure. So, you know, for anybody who's in that, um, in that stage where they're not sure, I would say, go back to who's your customer and drill down really clear as to like their age, where do they live? What are they like doing? What are some of their hobbies? Um, if you were to go to coffee with them, what would those conversations look like? And once you start penciling off those things, that's how you need to show up. 
So as I mentioned before, you came on board with Back to Business as a referral. Um, so, and being honest, you were my first referral that just came on and signed up and I was so pleasantly surprised because we're so early with Back to Business. Would you mind sharing about your customer journey to us? Sure. So I found you through Adrienne Paulini, who is from Child & Co. I did her branding and um, her some of her written content for her for her website. And so she had posted the, the, the podcast interview that you both did. Um, and I was listening to it and I was like, it was kind of like one of my goals to like try to get in the podcast space. And it just kind of felt like meant to be like I was literally just thinking about it. I went on Instagram and she shared. So that's how I found out about you. Um, I wish I could say like it was this cool, cool plan that I had, but it was completely organic. Like most of my things in my life just kind of like happened. No, that's great. I love that. <laughs> and I love how you found us, Adrian and Child and Company. They're amazing. And their brand obviously is beautiful. So when... <laughs> You said, yeah, I designed, you know, I designed their brand. I was so impressed. Um, and so I love that you came to us through through the podcast and through through a referral, especially such a great, great company like Child and Company. Yeah. And she's one of those people that like came on board with a big dream um, and wasn't 100% sure like what that would look like. And just seeing her excitement through the process. Um, really fueled the, the brand design and you know like anytime she posts like um background you know backstory or behind the scenes of her actual space like I remember us talking about what the space would be like um the brand kind of the space speaks to the brand so that that's really you know exciting you know there's little parts where she'll pan the camera and I'm like oh my god I remember her talking about like arches and rainbow you know what I mean like just little things um, that are now in her physical space. So that's kind of like the feel good behind it. Like that's the, the, the creative energy that fuels what I do. Well, you, I think they're a perfect example. You can really see the brand in everything that they do. So they, you know, she really took it and ran with it. So obviously I love them. They're just such an amazing company. Yeah. And she was really mindful about what she wanted the space to be not only as a business, but for like a community. Um, and those type of people, those kind of clients, those type of projects, that's really kind of where I feel like I do my best work um, because, you know, they're constantly feeding you, um, you know, their, their vision for the space and what they want it to be. Um, and that really creatively fuels what I do. Mm, I love that. That's, that's wonderful. Well, this has been such a pleasure, Michelle. Thank you so much for joining me. Um, we'll for sure have all of your contact details in, in the notes here. So um, businesses that are looking to rebrand or get started with just a fantastic brand can get in touch with you. Thank you. I appreciate um, that. And I really, um, I'm really excited about what you're doing too as well. Because, you know, for business owners that are looking for a place to connect, um, where it could be overwhelming, having a community of like, like-minded people really does help um, small businesses grow. So thank you for doing what you're doing too. Oh, thank you. Yeah, we really, you know, we want to make it easy for those consumers to find those small businesses that 
you know, are doing those really special things like what you're doing um, and and to su support the businesses, help them to grow. Um, and as you said, really create a community of values-based and true local businesses. So thank you for your words of encouragement and for supporting us as well. Thank you. Bro. And we can't be more thrilled to have you listed with us. We'll be sure to have your listing in the show notes as well. So to our listeners, please do check out Lux Lair Design. Um, all the contact is below. Um, and hopefully you can get in touch to get your own stellar brand developed with Michelle. Thank you, Michelle, for being on the show. Thank you so much. The Get Back to Business podcast is brought to you by Back to Business, the first of its kind values-based independent local small business directory that helps small business owners to cut through the noise and empowers consumers to shop local with values. Visit our website to become a consumer and create your listing if you're a business owner. www.getback, the number two, business.com. That's getbacktobusiness.com. Back to business, where you can shop local with values.